right. It's recording. So yeah, I'm uh I mean we I think we can figure it out in conversation. Like I don't think we gotta make it where you know what I'm saying? And I don't think we gotta perfect it before we do it. I think we can do what we always do and we just got microphones now. You feel what I'm saying? All right. Well this is Study Me. And I'm Allie Black. I'm the host. And today we're talking to our featured artist, Donald Black Jr., a.k.a. D. Black. Um, Today we're going to be talking about discovery. We're going to talk everything from uh, discovering when you discovered that you were an artist, um, discovery versus finding, what you discover in your work, um, whether it's one thing or multiple things. But today our topic of conversation is discovery. So we're going to jump right into it. Okay. Um, and my first question is going to revolve around a quote. Um, and I just want to pick your brain about it. So there's a quote that says, art is a journey of discovery. So I'm just curious, you know, we're at the new year. So can you tell me some of the things that you discovered in the past year or maybe approach the question on what you hope to discover in this coming year. Or maybe you could do both. So art is a journey of discovery. What did you discover about yourself last year as an artist? And what do you hope to discover about yourself this year as an artist? Um, can we have a conversation about each one of those? Yeah. More versus Instead of me trying to answer all three of them as just this... Yeah. So like, like can we like can we talk about the question? Yeah. I'll, or the quote rather. Yeah. So art is a journey of discovery. Um and I guess one thing that I when I'm thinking about that question and especially when I'm thinking about that question and asking you, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking about something that you shared with me this year about you as an artist and something that you discovered and it's this conversation about you kind of had this aha moment that the art world, the traditional art world is not a route that, or the path that has, is going to continue to help you or you're not, um, you're not going to go the traditional way of the traditional art world route, showing in museums, you know, going through all these gatekeepers. Um, And you talked a lot about how, you know, hip hop is a more um, relatable route to you. And so I just kind of want to know, I just kind of want to hear you talk about that a little more, because I think that's something that you discovered, whether it was last year or, you know, you, it's something that you talked about in 2021. Okay, gotcha. Um, Okay, so I'm going to go back to art as a journey of discovery. And I'm going to kind of start there. And then roll into the other parts. Okay. Um, so when I hear the quote, art is a journey of discovery, I would say probably 10 years ago, I wouldn't, I didn't really know what, I wouldn't have known what that meant. <clears throat> but what I started realizing is as I was making shit, just making stuff, I started to realize that the stuff that I was making was like reflecting parts of what I'm thinking about. You know what I mean? And I was doing that on accident. So the more I started to notice that what I was making was reflecting stuff I was thinking, I started trying to see if I can make what I was making 
reflect what I was thinking on purpose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so as I'm making stuff on purpose and trying to make it, make whatever you're looking at, like if you're looking at a photograph that I didn't shot, um, when somebody's looking at it, if they started having a conversation about the picture, that was the conversation that I was having in my head before I took it. I started realizing, like, oh shoot, okay, this is this is something I'm, I, I can I can do this on purpose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the more I started being able to do that on purpose, the more I started to realize that oh, this is what it means to make art. You feel what I'm saying? It's like oh, the if I take a picture and the conversation that the person is having with the picture. It's not the conversation that I was having before I took the picture. I was learning that, oh, I'm not making art. I'm making art when what I'm thinking about is um, the the photograph that I took is making people think about the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then I started to realize like, oh, so if I'm making art and I'm making pictures and I'm making any or whatever, whatever thing I'm making is people able to. Um, I'm able to kind of see myself in what I'm making. I started to realize that making art is like the journey of understanding myself. Um, and then also I noticed that with what I watch on TV, the music I listen to, um, social media, however I'm taking information in, I started to realize that I didn't really like taking in a whole lot of different things a lot of different people are doing in terms of them trying to make art with what the shit that they making because it made it no longer interesting for me for me to do the same thing like the more i see people doing the more i'm trying to do something different so i realized that for, as an artist for me I really liked the idea of figuring something out that nobody told me. So like the still the 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 art is the journey of discovery. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, you know, that was 10 years ago. I'm trying to I'm starting to become aware of that stuff. You know, currently 10 years later, it's like, oh wow, I've learned so much about myself just from making this shit. And then learning how to make this shit say something. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in that process, I think I'm going to go to the next part of what you were talking about in terms of, uh, you wanted to have any, okay. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, in this journey of figuring out how to make art and me learning how I could prove that I'm an artist. I realized that the the my destination for showing my art like the world of making art that I was already in was kind of what I would call very the formal art world, gallery, museum, pictures on the wall, da 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 da. It was like the more I started becoming aware of who I am creatively and the more my artwork started to reflect that, you know, black man, nigga, inner city, hip hop culture, hoodie, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this, this fuck the police protest art, all, just all that kind of stuff. I realized that the more I started to focus on that stuff 
and the more the images started to reflect like black folks and niggas and the hood and Cleveland and city, the less interested the formal art world seemed to be in providing a platform for me to have conversations, mm -hmm. you know, verbally and creatively. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, okay, so I'm feeling good about who I am creatively. It just seemed like this is the this might be the wrong place. And as I'm saying it, like, oh, I quit the art world, you know, and I'm just kind of vocalizing it and saying it. I started thinking to myself, like, what's missing from the art world that I'm saying I'm quitting? Um, if I was just talking shit, just joking, I would say, like, oh, shit, ain't nobody here listening don't nobody listening to the rap music. Ain't nobody in the room listening to the same music I'm listening to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I would just say that kind of talking shit, trying to be funny. But then it started to dawn on me like, oh, shoot. Like, that's really what that's really what I'm missing in these spaces. And then it was kind of like I really need to start to figure out brand new made up ways to showcase myself as a visual artist that fits the format of rap, hip hop, pop culture more than traditional photograph picture matte frame on the wall on the hook you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. in a museum in a gallery and start thinking like okay can i start to picture myself as a visual artist who kind of moved like a music artist would um so that was a huge like thing that revealed itself in this past year mm -hmm. and how do you feel about um that discovery like are you how, what does it feel like? Are you are you nervous about this? I'm hip hop. I'm gonna go the route of hip hop. I'm gonna move like a rap artist. Yeah, or no. I mean, how I feel about this discovery is uncomfortable as fuck. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like if I've been going to the Cleveland Museum of Art since I was nine years old. You know, at forty one, I'm realizing that I need to change my. I don't fit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I can't make this my destination. And that's a hard-ass pill to swallow. Like, you know, that's been a very uncomfortable thing to, 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 to accept. Mm -hmm. Is that as much as the direction that I've went this entire time led me to understanding exactly what I'm supposed to do, it's a hard pill to swallow to feel like I need to go in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And I've been accepting that probably all year. And accepting the fact that if I didn't know who my audience was consciously two years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, when they saying, who's your audience, who's your work speaking to, um, I feel like I know exactly who my audience is. And I feel like I recognize who, who not in the rooms when I'm showing my work. And I feel like I understand where those people at and what those people pay attention to. So I feel like I know what stages I need to get in, what stages I need to get on in order to showcase my work to what I would say is my primary audience, which is the 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 kids and the products of, of the hip hop generation. Um, so no, it's an uncomfortable as discovery. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it, it seems like it would be exciting too, though. It's exciting. What well, it is for me it's more scary than it is exciting. Mm. You know what I mean? Like as much as I can say, I'm excited to know mm -hmm. this thing that I've been trying to figure out. 
the thing that I didn't figured out is scary as fuck mm-hmm. because of all of the unknown that comes with it. Right. And there is no model for me to mimic. You know what I'm saying? And all of that turns into like that that level of discomfort or fear is what I kind of use as my as my fuel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not. It ain't. It's 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 more scary. This the unknown for me is more scary than it is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but the unknown also is how I know I'm going in the right direction. Like I know I ain't just about to mimic and do the same thing and wind up where I would say some of these artists might be unsatisfied. So it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable. It's, 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 uh, it's nerve wracking for real. Right. And that's, <laughs> but I, but the, that is how I know that's the direction I'm supposed to continue to go in this unknown direction. Right. And it's, it, it seems like especially true, the uncertainty of it all when there isn't like, a blueprint or a model or you know right not too many visual artists um you know going going that path or yeah because ultimately the plan is not for me to go start to try to shoot music videos right and it's not trying to figure out how to shoot album covers you know the the plan is for me to be able to make people see one of my photographs in a similar way that they would see a rapper's song. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like my plan is to showcase my photography and showcase my work in a non-traditional way that kind of feels and looks familiar and similar to how people follow music. Right. Right. So it's kind of like, who the fuck doing that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it feels super smart. <laughs> right. And yeah, I'm, my plan is to, not to go in and be complimentary to the music. It's to be parallel to the music. Mm-hmm. To say, okay, all this same music inspired my imagination. I'm a visual artist. And this, and this is the way I articulate myself. I articulate myself like tracks and like albums when I'm looking at my bodies of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so it's, you know, fucking scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, I could, I, I can see how it's just because it's so, there's so much of the unknown, you right. know, it's like quitting a job after 40 years mm-hmm. <laughs> and then branching off into this, this new thing. Right. Um, okay. Um, so my next question, can we go on to the next question? Okay. Um, do you think, um, this is a question that I don't have an answer to, and I'm just curious if you think that there's a difference between this with an art lens on it or an artist's lens on it. Mm -hmm. Is there a difference between discovery versus finding? So if I, if I, I mean, thinking about, is there a difference between discovering and finding? I mean, my mind instantly says that discovering is like, um, coming across something that didn't exist 
And then I feel like if, if when I'm thinking about finding, it's like coming across it's like coming across something that already did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that that is the actual difference, but it just seemed like with me thinking about it, how I would use the words is when I'm trying to discover something, that shit don't exist. I'm trying to pull it out of my my head. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I got pictures where that was my thought. I want to show in this picture something that you can't see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm. And one of those images was a, it was a, I was trying to show invisibility. Like, how do you show something that you can't see? Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then I feel like I did do that in one of my photographs. And then I, I remember seeing um, one of the images that Gordon Parks created for the book, Invisible Man. And when I saw the photograph that was taken, I feel like the photograph that was taken to illustrate the Invisible Man, you were actually looking at the the thing that you couldn't see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. You have an image that's similar to that, right? The image of um, Michael mm-hmm. looking into a mirror, but he can't see his reflection. Right. And kind of similar to the other image where it's a bathroom and you can see the mirror on the wall, but you can't see the person's reflection, the person's reflection at all. Right. So it's like, one, how the hell did you even do that? <laughs> and right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I will put that in the category of discovering. Discovering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that, something about that, that, sequence of thought that you just gave makes me think about um me as an artist and discovering that I really have a hard time I discovered this year because I watched so many people like in 2020 and 2021 um I was able to see so many more writers um give talks and give readings And so I found myself listening to more artists and more writers um, sharing, uh, you know, information about their work, sharing their journey, sharing where the work comes from, blah, 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 than I had, than I've ever had. And so it has me, and and two, it might be because I came, I released a book, so I was forced to talk about my own work. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I discovered, and this is something that we've talked about a little bit, is I discovered that I have a hard time talking about the work. And I feel like you're somebody who doesn't have a hard time talking about his work. Mm-hmm. Is How do you feel about that? Do you think, is that true? Or do you have a hard time talking about your work? I, I have a very easy time talking about my work. Mm-hmm. But I didn't always have an easy time talking about my work. I realized that I couldn't talk about my work. So I kind of I kind of turned that into an obsession and I kind of took myself through a long period of time of, you know, what is this about? Like it was kind of like one of the one of the number one things I was thinking about in relationship to all of my work. Um, And I feel like the more I. Listen to people talk about their work, the more I felt like people were kind of saying the same thing. And the things that I feel like people were saying about their work was an example of what somebody else told them 
that their work was saying, which made me try to figure out what I thought the work was saying. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. at 20, I could get in front of a room full of people and say, man of very few words, thank you for coming to my exhibition. Mm, that's literally what you were <laughs> you know saying. What I'm saying. And then mm -hmm. it got to a point where then it was like, damn, you got to learn how to talk about this shit. So the way I learned to talk about my work was based on what, you know, the the world around me and my work was saying. So whatever the curator, gallery owner, museum, whatever, the way they talked about my work turned into how I talk about my work. Hmm. So my work turned into a very inner city, poverty, all this shit. The perception of, you know, these outside forces looking at what I'm making. So that's kind of how I started to talk about that. And then it got to a point where I recognized I was doing it, but I still hadn't got comfortable enough saying what this shit really mean to me. And I can remember going to a portfolio review and one of the reviewers called me out on it. Like, I feel like if this review was like a significant thing for me to do in my career as a photographer and go sit down with these photographers and blah, 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 whatever, that that trip was worth this conversation that I had. Someone told you you need to learn how to talk about your work? No, what he did was he, he said, so tell me about your work. And I told him this description that I kind of had started to memorize over years of listening to them, mm -hmm. whoever they are, talk about my work. And I said, you know, inner city, better, better, poverty, all this bullshit. Mm -hmm. And he said, don't, don't, don't tell, don't talk to me. Don't tell me what you tell white people mm. is what he said to me. Mm. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so mind you, if, I'm showing my work in a formal, traditional way to mostly white people or, you know, black people who find themselves in close proximity to white people. This is what this is what all these motherfuckers wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that what I was saying to those people was different than what I say to the niggas that I'm showing my work to. You know what I'm saying? I recognize that. I didn't even know I was. I didn't even know it was okay for me to just really speak my mind in the way that I really experienced it as an artist. You know what I'm saying? For him to call it out was like, oh shit. Like I, it was like I needed him to call that out. So when he said that, he said, don't tell me what you tell white people. And I'm like, oh. He was like, do you know what I mean by that? I said, yeah, I know exactly what you mean by that. He said, prove it to me. <laughs> and you had to talk about the work. He said, prove right. to me that you know, you understand what I'm saying. Oh, oh. So then I say, well, when I'm showing the work to the people that's in the pictures, I'm having a completely different conversation than when I'm showing the work to some keeper of a door to let me in to show my work. And he said, oh, you do know what I'm talking about. And then it was just kind of like, so who, who who are these people for real? And then we just went into this, our 20-minute conversation. But it definitely was one of those moments where it was kind of like, damn, I needed that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm still 
at that time, you know, I'm still trying to get the answer right. Mm-hmm. Like this is a is an equation that I can learn how to make it. I can learn how to talk about it. And then that's what gets me in the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And ultimately me learning how to make it, me learning how to talk about it. It made me not feel like, you know, their door should be my primary focus. You know, I feel like me getting into the museum and me being in the gallery, especially like in a white dominated gallery museum situation, that that just should that should just happen just from me being able to build, you know, a real platform for my work. Mm-hmm. versus that being my primary focus. Right, right. So, yeah, no, I talk about it. I think I talk about it pretty good, um, my work, but it wasn't, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't always like this. I mean, I started trying to figure this out 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, um, what's the, what do you have, like, advice that you could give, <laughs> shit, me, about... <laughs> um, you know, how do you practice talking about the work? Because, you know, people review my work or people introduce me and they explicate the poems or they, you know, they talk about the work. And I'm like, damn, I do feel like that. Or damn, that is what that's about. I mean, I'm having I'm realizing certain things about the work um, that I'm not like consciously aware of because I'm just making I'm right. just writing. And then I find myself like. You know, if you ask me, you know, what is this poem really about? I'm giving a surface answer. So what advice, is it studying your own work? Is it listening to other artists talk about their work? Is it making notes? What What do you think? Um, what I would say to somebody trying to figure out how to talk about their work, I can tell you all the things that helped me really start being able to talk about my work. One... 20 years ago, I was trying to write an artist statement and I would get help from writers that were around me. And when I was reading what somebody wrote, that was an interpretation of what I was saying. It made it easier for me to understand what I really think and feel about it. Because when I was reading it, it's like, eh, I don't really feel about it. I, I was I was I was reading what was written to see if I really if I believed it. And me realizing that what was being said about the work, I didn't completely believe. It started making me ask myself, okay, so what do I really believe? Or with this sentence or with this statement or with this idea, what is it that I really think? So that was the one of the primary engagements. Me questioning, do I even fucking agree with what the fuck you even saying? Mm-hmm. Then I would say... It was me not listening to a lot of people talk about their work. Like it was me trying not to take in too much information and too many different ideas of what I could be actually saying. I was scared that that was going to get in the way of what naturally wanted to come out. Mm -hmm. Then I remember starting to make this list of um, ideas and projects that I wanted to create. And I wanted to create towards these concepts. Well, one of those concepts that I wrote down is, what am I not saying? And when I got to the list of what am I not saying, mm-hmm. it that that turned into, 
all of my conversations about my work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I remember watching some movie and in this movie, this little boy painted a picture and the teacher said, well, you always talk about this. You talk about this well. What are you not saying? Mm-hmm. What are you not talking about? Show me a painting of that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. damn. Mm-hmm. This idea of what is it that you're not saying turned into like my endless Bible of conversation mm-hmm. of work that I'm making, being able to talk about that specific work just in general. But it was that was a huge thing for me, mm-hmm. which is what aren't, what aren't you saying? Because right, that's, that's probably, it. you know, I, I would argue that when people are saying um, tell the truth, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the idea of what are you not talking about? To me, that's synonymous. But I wouldn't tell somebody, make sure you're being honest in your work. Make sure you tell the truth. Because I feel like that's kind of a hard idea to really grasp. And it was, or it was for me. Mm-hmm. Once I started saying <laughs> what I'm not saying, I feel like I started experiencing what I believe people would describe as telling the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's all this shit we holding in and we trying to figure out what the right answer is. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like when I'm talking about my work, if it's some part of what I'm showing or something somebody see, if I don't know, I'm like, shit, I don't fucking know. That's a hell of a, I ain't never even thought about that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, the landscape, when you're looking at YouTube and you're watching all these people who didn't quote unquote made it, it don't look like they don't really know. Right. But I feel like my favorite people, if I do experience somebody talking about their work, is somebody that I would say is telling the truth. Like, oh, yeah, I knew that. I didn't know that. I thought about that. Mm-hmm. I care about this. I don't give a fuck about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are the conversations that excite me. Um, and that's how I would love people to experience conversations about my work, which is, damn, I ain't never heard nobody being this honest. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Right. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to get on all that. <laughs> uh, have you ever had a piece of work yours or someone else's unlock something for you? A piece of work of mine or someone else's unlock something for me. Um, yeah, all the time. I mean, I, I feel like the way I engage in life has me always looking for something that's unlocking something that I'm trying to figure out. Mm. I mean, whether it's my own work, whether it's somebody else's work, any kind of art form, any mm. kind of quote, conversation, statement. I feel like I'm walking around the world trying to keep my eyes open for that kind of shit. Mm, right. <laughs> you know right, what I'm saying? Like right. like my whole artistic journey is an illustration of images that help me unlock something to get to the next image that's revealing some shit. Mhm. Is there I'm wondering is there a piece of yours that you kind of come back to again and again? Is do you have an image? Mhm. What image is that? Um, I have a collection of images that I come back to again and again, but the earliest one that I come back to is my self-portrait from high school. Mm. 
Gotcha. The Cage Dreams. Yeah, which is the Cage Dreams, which is the picture of me with a fence over top of my face. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and why do you come back to that? I mean, well, what, high school, Right. you are, what, you're 14? Yeah, I'm like 14, 15 when I took that picture. Mm. With a fence mm-hmm. over, over my your face. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the title Cage of Dreams, you know, mm-hmm. some shit that at mm-hmm. fucking 30, I'm opening in the frame for whatever reason to realize that the title was written on the back. Mm-hmm. You know, Had that, you read um, uh, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings at the at 14 or? Yeah, I think I, I think we read that. We were supposed to read it oh, in like seventh grade. Okay. Um, I didn't read it. I hated to read. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, but it definitely was called Cage Dreams. Mm-hmm. But I do know that it was two things that was happening. I was learning about Jerry Yulesman, which is this photographer that they call him Mr. Photoshop, who printed all these images on multiple enlargers in the darkroom. So I was learning about him simultaneously with um, seeing the Illmatic cover. Where it's the picture of Nas, and then you can see the project buildings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I know that those two, like in hindsight, those were two things that was happening around that period of time when I'm like 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was me trying to say something consciously for the first time that I could remember. So I always go back to that because mm-hmm. it was like, what was the kid in me talking about when I'm saying caged dreams? Mm-hmm. You know, and then when I'm looking at shit, 20 years of photography to come after that, it's like, oh, I was talking about all this shit mm-hmm. that I'm saying in all these pictures. Mm-hmm. Almost like these, my images is a, is the, uh, is what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Wow. I mean, that's just one. I mean, it's a group of them. Right. That you come back to again and again. Yeah, because it's like different, you know, it's different. They're, they're, they become benchmarks on like my life journey. It's like when I'm looking at the picture, I'm seeing what I was grappling with. Right. At that time and how that picture was communicating either what I'm grappling with. And if it was communicating what I was grappling with, it was helping me start to go in a direction of, of figuring that shit out. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like now I'm aware of whatever it is, right. you know, with some stuff for the first time, right? Um, so fourteen, fifteen. I know that you've been creating for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any point in time that you like so far throughout your career that you could look back and say that was when I discovered I'm really an artist? Yeah. When was that? Um, I probably could say to myself with confidence, I don't know, I might have been mid-30s. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. And how did... How, like, what, what happened? What define? Yeah. What well, happened and how did, how did you... How do you define, like, yeah, you're an artist? Um... In my mid-30s, I started to realize that what I was making 
and what like what was like what I was picturing I wanted to say and make once I made it it was saying it and I was aware that it was saying it based on the responses that the work was getting and then I realized that at that moment that my conversations had kind of switched from like when I'm sharing my work, my conversation switched from kind of asking what people think to telling people what I think. It was like the moment I realized that I was no longer asking when I'm engaging people with my work was the moment I realized that I was an artist. Mm -hmm. It was like in my mind, I had graduated to being an artist because, oh shit, I ain't, I mean, dang, this is a very, it was a very, a refreshing place to be where it's like, oh, I'm no longer asking. Mm -hmm. I'm doing and saying what the fuck I want to do and say. Mm -hmm. And you know what this means to you. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it was that. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, shit, I've been an artist on the exterior. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but just mm -hmm. in my head, I didn't know how to know. because, And I always wondered how people know. Mm -hmm. And I've always questioned if I really believe that you are. Right. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, because, you know, some people may think I'm an artist the moment I draw something, paint something, make something. Or I'm an artist the moment my piece sells or it's part of a exhibition or these, like, markers that tell us you've made it. Like, you've published a book you've um, shown at a museum, you know, but it's not necessarily, that isn't really, I mean, I mean, in my opinion, that doesn't like automatically check the box that, yeah, you are an artist. Right. Cause I, and I would say by my mid thirties, you know, I'd already been experiencing all of that stuff on a whole lot of levels, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, and none of that, me participating in the world of art, as an artist, as an art student, none of the experiences I was having ever made me know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And me calling myself an artist also didn't make me know. Mm -hmm. If I'm being honest with myself, you know, I'm still, I, I still got questions in my head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, at some point it was like, oh shit, those questions are gone. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, really really get into a place of discovery yeah within yeah. yourself yeah mm -hmm. the behaviors the rituals i feel like got me there mm -hmm. i don't feel like the behaviors and the rituals of um that come along with being an artist were making me know like if i had to get in an argument if i got an argument with somebody you know i didn't know what i would say prior to my mid-30s of my explanation and my proof. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because me calling myself an artist to me wasn't proof. Mm -hmm. Me showing a resume with 50 to 100 exhibitions on it to me wasn't proof. To me, it was kind of like, I mean, is that what made me an artist? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I did this thing that artists do. Right, right. And the answer for a long time was feeling like, well, I don't feel like it made me an artist. I'm not saying that I'm not one. I'm saying that I don't know how to know that I am one. Right, right, right. And and do you think that the art, do you think that your art and your work 
really help helped you and is helping you discover who you are? I would say that my art and my work is the sole key element to me discovering who I am, but also helping define it as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like almost like who I am didn't necessarily exist. And part of who I am now exists by way of photography and drawing and all of this, all these artistic forms of expression. Mm-hmm. Like I, it helped me create myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. I live in a world, I, I see the world through the lens of, of art. Mm-hmm. And so do you think like all of these like parents out here who have children who are creating that they should continue to feed that because it's going to help. I mean, it'll help for multiple reasons, but especially with like expression and finding out who you are. Like these kids are discovering something about themselves through all of the, you know, through, through what they're making. Like we have friends and relatives who send us or show us or tell us so-and-so is making this or my child made this or made that. Um, would you push those parents to keep those kids engaged with creating art because it is an act of discovery? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is that something that happened to you? Yeah, my mom was an artist who didn't get pushed to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. So when I showed interest and being a visual artist and creating and making shit, she was, she kept feeding it. Um, not necessarily knowing where, what direction it was going to go and where it was going to end up and how it was going to help or hinder or whatever the case is. But I would definitely say any parent is supposed to feed that. I mean, the way the most, it's like the, one of the proudest things I ever heard for being an artist was it's the oldest, oldest, most ancient tradition known to mankind mm-hmm. is making art. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I think everything that we see that's made and created is coming, is rooted in some form of artistic expression by way of any of the senses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's something that we not necessarily taught traditionally. Right. Um, and we are, so we are, we also aren't exposed to where it can go and where it can take us. Um, but I always argue with the people I went to high school and middle school with that. I know that we are the strategic critical thinker in any environment that we're in, no matter what our discipline major was, you know, the, the creative thinking ability is got a lot of value to it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. Right, right. But yeah. Um. So we're gonna go back to the sort of like second part of that first question, which is a. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's um. A question that is kind of requiring you to think about, um, you know, something that hasn't happened yet. But my question was. Is there anything that you hope to discover about yourself this year or 
In other words, or in another way, I guess that question is asking about maybe like goals or things that you want to reach. Um, and I, with you, because I know you, it's not just like, oh, it's 2022. I got this new list of stuff I'm trying to discover and reach and, you know. But what what are you kind of set out to do this year? What you're working on? What are you thinking about? What are you, is there something that you want to discover about yourself or the work or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can you just tell me maybe one or two things? Um, is there anything I want to discover about myself? Well, see, I got a endless list of things I want to discover about myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm just always paying attention to anything being revealed. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, what I'm thinking about right now is trying to change my perception of the tradi- the traditional like route for me as a visual artist, photographer. Um, and one of the things that I'm doing to try to aid in that perceptual, that perception shift is to see myself more as a digital artist mm-hmm. um, because I'm doing way more than just taking pictures behind the scenes um, and when I'm, when I'm creating. And wanting that perception shift to play a role into my Web 3.0 cryptocurrency NFT direction as a primary focus for me as a creative person. Um, So I guess if I'm thinking about that stuff consciously, the thing that I want to discover is I guess the moment where that is my focus um, and the traditional style gallery museum art world is like a byproduct mm-hmm. of whatever is happening in this other direction. So, yeah. Well, um, I know that we're going to have uh, you know, more conversations. So I can't even really kind of, <laughs> I can't dig into the NFT cryptocurrency conversation yet, but I do, you know, I am looking forward to seeing, you know, where you're, where you go as an artist with, with that being, you know, at the heels of our, you know, time right now. Well, I mean, we're already in it, but you know what right. I mean? It's, 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 I know that it's uh, a, a, dominant thing that's going to be um in your world um and then I guess I was just thinking too about um you and the the work that you were showing me yesterday with the album covers um and the the parental advisory um sticker or label but is there I've been meaning to ask you this is like what is it the NFTs that is, is that what unlocked that for you? Like, when did you start thinking about, I'm going to make my images, I'm going to crop them into this, you know, CD shape album cover. I'm going to place this label on it. Like, when did you start thinking about this is what you want to do with the work? Mm, I started thinking about seeing my images as album covers maybe 10 or 15 years ago. Oh, wow. Um, scared that it didn't fit 
in the world that I was actually actively engaging in um, and not being comfortable taking that risk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or looking at me visualizing my images as album covers, I was seeing it as a risk. And mm-hmm. then over the course of the past 15 years, and then for me to start to consciously shut down my my attention to hanging the work on the wall in a traditional way and me kind of cutting off, you know, channels and energy to trying to get the work to another group of white people who was going to tell me everything that I needed to still figure out. Mm-hmm. Doing that started to unlock ideas that have been floating or ideas that I kind of buried, you know, over the course of, you know, 15, 10 to 15 years. Um, and that is one of them. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. You know, I, I never really saw myself being what I would describe as an artist or creative person who had a huge desire to make things or visualize things for somebody else. I saw that as a way to make money that somebody could put my imagination to work and I can bring it to life for them. I saw me trying to me. I saw my engagement or attention to making money as secondary to me trying to figure out what I'm saying and supposed to say. So I didn't really feed you know, what I would call only making money creatively. Mm-hmm. I would do it, but I didn't really, I would, I would accept it as it came. I never really made it my focus and my attention. Um, and I definitely wasn't to the point of seeing my work as a long body of work that's a collection of all of these stories and using what we see and using the symbols attached to my work to help people start to kind of perceive my work in a similar way that they do the music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. But it's something that I've been, it's something that's been on my mind for a long time. Yeah. And you also were saying that um, a couple of days ago, how, or even maybe yesterday you were saying how those putting the work as album covers is going to help you, get out of your head about labeling them as this is the portrait series and this is the abstract series and this is the landscape and these are the, because. Seeing my work kind of compartmentalized in the way that I would say that I perceive the photography world dividing imagery up has been very, very limiting for the way my mind, I feel like, works. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's been hard for me to naturally divide my work up in those different kinds of sections Mm -hmm. that kind of were already laid out as options for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like I needed my photographs I'm, I, I see and experience my photographs 
as something different than just than than a photograph. And I, I, so I needed to start to figure out a way to make people see it as something other than a photograph. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's clearly probably what the, where the murals come from. Is clearly where the caskets come from. Is clearly where the t-shirts come from. It's kind of like I probably have been clearly communicating to my subconscious that I need this image to be seen in association with a different object like the the photograph as an object itself has been very fucking limiting mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. yeah wow you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah because now i'm just thinking about the be safe image mm-hmm. and how you know we've seen that on a hoodie we've seen it as a sticker i have People who have sent me text messages because they've seen it on a poll at a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, wow, the photograph is. Uh, I mean, you know, the I can see what you're saying about is it's limiting to just keep keep just the just to keep something as just like a photograph. You need it to live in multiple. Yeah, I mean, I've never showed that image in a gallery kind of a setting, and it's not that I can't. Right. Cause I could, but I'm, when I'm trying to figure out how to get my work into the gallery or into a museum and all that shit, it's like my brain didn't divide itself off and saying that this is, this ain't what they want to see. Like mm-hmm. I ain't never put on display the actual photograph that's in that be safe illustration. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and I, and I feel like that's a problem that I'm grappling with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm grappling with that because of the environment that I'm perceiving myself being attached to, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And yeah. I feel like seeing it as something else allows me to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? These, right. this, I'm about to show a hundred albums that I ain't never had nobody make music for. Mm-hmm. And maybe I can get people to make music for those images. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, like that is what I'm starting to really think. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the picture came before, the track did, you know, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. I can do, get a compilation of artists and rappers to create a song to, you know, what is it? Uh, a frasticate mm-hmm. the image. Mm-hmm. And then that's what the fucking mixtape becomes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like, can we, can I figure out a way to work this in reverse? Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of where my mind starts to go mm-hmm. when I'm allowing it to be in my opinion, closer to the world that inspired the work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> like any of my photographs could be album covers. Ain't nobody sitting there looking at album covers saying, is it commercial? Is it a portrait? Is it black and white? Is it two figures? Is it one figure? Is it color? Does it match? Does it fit? All that. And fuck all that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate all that. I mm-hmm. hate it. It's a, it's a, it's been a mind fuck for me. Right. Right. It keeps you <laughs> in your head. It keeps me in my head. Mm-hmm. It keeps me in my head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, moving, moving, you know, the way I'm moving now is is kind of you know unlock my imagination which is that's the exciting part right that's the yeah, exciting yeah, part that's the exciting right. part <laughs> <laughs> right 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 i like how that just all came full circle right. cuz it's an hour <laughs> and we're done with our conversation about 
discovery. I'm so excited for you, uh, for everything that's coming up, and I'll see you next week. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That's where our little song and play and all that. Yeah, that's where our song, come on, whatever.